Intake Podcast with Brucey, Chuff and Losh. Good evening, Brucey. No Losh again, Chuff. The fight is still on tour, but he's back. In a row. No one's ever done that in the show. He's back on Thursday. He's uh, left us again. So he's he's back next week. He's back next week. Early prediction. Yeah. Do you think he will come back as a better podcaster or lost a bit? I think all around better person, to be <laughs> honest. Um, I mean, look. He has his drink, faults. He's drinking pints. He's How funny was beers. that video? Came out of nowhere. <laughs> it's probably the most beers he's ever had in his life. And uh, it was good to see him get in the UK spirit. So, Chop, we killed the mush round one. Yes. Do you think our good friend Catters thinks the mush is back? Uh, he did go to Liverpool. For the Champions League final. Oh, that is a good thing. Oh, look, I'm, I'm not putting the mush back. I'm asking you because you're a pro-mush. I'm pro-mush. I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see the back of the mush. I mean, the mush seemed to originate from a few things. Obviously, Carlton have been shit for so long and him walking into Giant Stadium and them just being deplorable ever since. Could he have mushed Liverpool? See. They lose the final. Maybe next year they have a horrendous season. Wow. Imagine they just go from competing for the league to can't even make the top four. Wow. Um, It'll be interesting to see. You know what? To me, it's like Stranger Things. (laughs) It's like the other side. It's got many gateways. It's there. It goes away for a couple of years. The kids grow up a bit and now it's back. Yeah. No, I like that analogy. So, Damon is... His, the upside down. His alter egos, Mush is in the upside down world. Yes. Right? Yeah, I like this. I and like where we're going with this. it's locked down. Yes. It's sometimes it won't come out for decades. Yes. But then every now and then we'll just spring up just and to cause some drama, some mischief. Yeah. I have um, – and look, it could get really bad again. It could get really bad. It's like if you've seen the new season, <laughs> this is like – the pinnacle of it. It's getting to the climactic end. Although it's just been renewed for another season, the old Stranger Things. So yeah. this season going on now, split into two. Is next year, next season, the definitely the last one? Yes, season, uh, uh, that's it. Six? Is Chow, it? Five. No, it's five now, isn't it? No, it's four, part one, part two. Uh-huh. Yes. Have you watched uh, it yet? No. Well, I've watched, I was up today, I haven't watched this season. I haven't watched this season. So I've, I finished it last night, seven episodes. Gee, it's good. It's good television. Yeah, look, it's I, just different. I'm not really into like that scary stuff. Yeah, I have been able to watch Stranger Things. It's just it's at the threshold of my sort of yeah, call it um, not fear factor, but just like I don't watch jet like I don't watch horror movies. Yeah, I'll. Thriller. Did you watch like Scream and I know what you did last summer uh, when we were younger? I suffered through. Because I shat my pants. I had nightmares over those movies. So, like, Scream and I know what you did last summer. It, it, these movies piss me off because you're constantly on edge because you're waiting for this scare moment, right? Right. You know, it's as predictable as anything. You know, so, like, they're walking into a room and you know something's going to fucking happen. Like, the, <laughs> the way it's filmed, you just know it's going to happen. The ones that actually are worse, that it's really hard, is like the Conjuring and stuff like oh, that. The more, the more horror. Like the more like it's yeah. just like um, 
out of this world kind of stuff. Okay. So that day, so that gets you. They get me. I watched The Conjuring, and I was like, Nah, mate, I had to watch that during the day. Yeah, <laughs> I love. It. I love the honesty. I see. I love. I I loved shitting my pants from like screen because I watched them when we were younger. You love shitting your pants, like not shit, not literally shitting my pants, Adam, but well, being that Mary. scared where. Everyone go to because I remember I watched both. I know what you did last summer and scream up at my cousin's house in Forest Fields, up in the hills. And we all watched it. My brother did, me, and everyone. I just remember laying on a fold out bed, wide awake to about four a.m. <laughs> just How old going. Oh, I don't know. Check what what year did? Uh, I don't. Suri, what year did Scream come out? I don't think you said, hey, Siri. Yeah, I did. It just is on silent. Well, Scream 2 was 97. So it's obviously a couple of years before A couple that. years before this. So I'm talking like I'm six, seven, maybe eight years of age. Wow. And so just yeah, no, thanks. Um, not what you should be watching at that age because I was petrified. So those late 90s movies like The Blair Witch Project. Yes. I know what you did last summer. Scream. Um, there's obviously a few others, but, you know, they they... Do you remember the faculty? No, I don't. I don't the aliens come and they like no. got to drink a lot of water. No. It's got it's got um, the Hobbit dude. You know what movie I could never stand? I'll never watch. What is is it Chucky? Chucky's the, the doll. Clown? Yeah, uh, yeah. Chucky's like the little doll. The little doll. He gets possessed. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. <laughs> Even thinking about that fucking doll now, it's, I'm yeah, not probably. So that was big in the nineties. That was a big. Oh, I can't stand that. Yeah. That, no thanks. Nah. That doll. That that doll. And I'm not even watch those movies. They fucking give me the shits. Yeah. Um, that. What's the one where? What's that clown one that they remade? Oh, it. It. Oh, no, I couldn't watch that. It was more like 80s and the clown wasn't scary no, at all. Was it 70s? Pretty short. Well, I think it was 70s. But That's why I am like really like Stranger Things because I think they've really no, done the 80s nostalgia and it's done really, really what well. I, what I can do with the Stranger Things is there's story about it. Oh, like, huge story. What yeah. I could never do with like um, like Chucky and it, it's just they were just trying to fucking scare you for the sake of it. Yeah. Right? They're just trying to make. They're just trying to shit your pants. True. The like the conjuring that I mentioned, like there's actually there's there is a good story about it. Like I did sit through Conjuring one, and I haven't been able to sort of uh, muscle up the courage to watch fucking Conjuring <laughs> two. But the first one, like oh, you sit through and you know something's about to happen, but there is still good storyline to it. Mm. I understand why like people do watch that those movies. I'll never understand for life me why people will want to choose to get scared. So, like, I, I some people love them. I, I don't. I can't do it. Never, supernatural not at night. The supernatural stuff's a bit out there. Like, I don't find Stranger Things is not scary to me. Uh, and obviously the storyline's a bit out there. But it, it's just cool because there's no other show out there that's like Stranger Things. No, 100%. That's why it sort of took the world by storm. Because when it came out, it, it really... Sort of that nostalgia around the old... is like the new... Even though it has nothing to do with it, but like people were comparing it to like the X-Files mm. and stuff like that. Because it was, you know, expl- trying to explore unexplained See, things. I, I didn't mind the X-Files. Uh, it was massive show when we were growing uh, up. I, I didn't mind Probably the Probably one of the biggest shows on I TV. I didn't mind Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Oh, yep, yep. So, Twin Peaks. You know, obviously, I wasn't I wasn't old enough at the time when it first came out to watch it, but I've I've watched all seasons of Twin Peaks. Um, 
See, like I just feel like there's story to that. Like, yeah, though that's for me. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm not big on getting scared. So, um, yeah, and like, I'll be edged. So when I'm watching these movies, I'm constantly waiting for the scare moment. Yeah. So I flinch all the time. Mm. Like, I don't want to flinch like every three seconds. Like, that's just uncomfortable. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you sit there and do you flinch or do you just go? <laughs> not like so that. much these days, but I used to love actually that feeling when I was younger. That's why I really liked them, but also really hated them because <laughs> I used to get so scared afterwards. But I was like, I want to fucking watch it. Like, I, that feeling. But well, I will say with Strange Things, I'm not going to give any spoilers because it's literally just come out. But it definitely answers quite a few questions that you've had about the show for so long. Like, this show's been going. Did you re watch it before the season? No, I. I couldn't like. I was like, "Fuck! I'm not gonna really watch it." So there's if you if you want a quick update, they do a recap at the start of this series. But there is a couple YouTube videos that are like 20, 25 minutes long, and they go from season one to season. Yeah, I need and some was, reminders. Yeah, it was fucking good because I watched that right before I started watching it. And there's a lot of stuff to refresh because obviously it's been two years between season three and now. Mm. I think two and a bit years. And then there was like a, I don't know if it was back to back years. I think it was a year, year, two years. Yeah, no, I feel like, I like, feel like the first few seasons were really close together. Yeah, first two were, were a year apart. And then I think the third one was a little bit more than a year. And then it was two years to now. So yeah. the kids are growing up. Obviously. What do you think of uh, Seven? Seven. Is it seven? Eleven. Eleven, sorry. Uh, uh, eleven. She, She's looking good, eh? She, well, you know who does it for me better, and Mule would love this, is the is the little ranger in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Why would Mule love this? Because Mule loves his ranger. Because Mule's a ranger? <laughs> He's a little bit of a ranger. But uh, her name's... Uh, say something Yeah say. No, I just, She's I, actually I, I, 20 I just noticed obviously How crazy is that Yeah So I've noticed Millie Bobby Brown That's her name Millie Bobby Brown's 11 Yes Yeah so she's been obviously Doing some marketing And promoting And doing all that mm. so she's, she's 18 out. She's 18, 18 She's out and about But like it's funny Because when you watch this show She's a kid Like starts off She's a kid Yeah they're all Yep They're like just 11 forget They actually do grow up So like <laughs> They look at her now. She's like, "That's a woman." Well, she's eighteen in this season, and Max, who's what do you mean eighteen in the season, or in real life. No, real life. She's yeah. eighteen, and Max, who's the ringer, who's got a really big part in this season. She's twenty in real life. <laughs> and the the cool thing is, um, do you remember the the West Aussie guy that was in it? Yeah, the Billy, one that, the brother the, of Max, he, yes, the one that dies at the end. Yeah. Yep. Oh, would you believe it? What? Sorry, that we've got an incoming phone call. The Fot himself. You motherfuckers recording? We are yeah, recording. We're, we're live. We're live right now. I'm going to see if I can connect you. Hold on. Give me two seconds. I'm going to see if I can connect you <laughs> while we're live. Wow. Right give me two seconds. This is a... We've had so, a live phone. So a live phone in. This is our first live phone in. I cannot believe it. We're connected. Can you hear him, Brucey? Oh, I can't hear anything at the moment. Speak, Losh. Damon. Can you hear us, Damon? Yeah, I got you. You got me, mate. Well, we got yeah. you, mate. We got you. How are you going, Cobb? All right, lads. Call from London. You're right, you're right. Oh, you're not in London. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, I'm in Bury, bro. I'm He's in, in Bury. He's yeah. such a geezer. 
You had an for a few there. points. <laughs> what oh, man, timing? So, more yeah, go. Hey? I said, what timing? I mean, there's a yeah, little bit of <laughs> <this> delay. <laughs> okay. So, I thought you guys might be recording, so I thought I'd give you a call to quickly say hello to everyone. Okay, so we're twelve no, minutes we're twelve minutes into the episode. We're talking about movies and stranger, stranger things. things right now. So and da- then the strangest thing just happened. So and you call in. I've I watched Stranger Things, but we were talking about scary movies and me must I I cannot I don't like being scared, so I, I avoid horror movies. Like the plague, uh, I know you're very similar in that regard. You don't like being scared either. Nah, no interest. What's the point? I don't understand it. Everyone who watches them, they're all morons. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Stranger Things? Yeah, I watched it just because everyone was watching it. And I don't like. It was okay the first season, then I kind of got to the point where I'm like, I don't even. I know what's going on. Like, I don't care. I just, yeah. It does nothing for me. Because yeah, we've been talking about it. The new season's just come out, and I've watched it already, and it's fucking good. It's just good TV, really entertaining, very different. And then that got us into the whole, we're talking about scary movies. So that, that, we like that, that, Chucky, yeah. that Chucky doll, Damon, I, I don't even, I've never seen those movies, but I still I can get nightmares from that doll. 100%. So Chucky always fucked me up, and then, <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever saw... Um, if you guys ever saw Children of the Corn. Yes. With the, where the kids, they're born, they've got the white hair. Oh, oh and they, mate. And they make the people kill themselves using uh, yeah. telepathy no, and all that yuck. shit. Yuck. That was I yuck. watched it accidentally. I watched it accidentally when I was a kid at my nonna's or something. I think me and Mason were up late one night and that came on. And I remember just ever since, I can't even look at the front cover of that movie. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so is that one of those like, cause we we're just talking about my one was watching scream. And I know what you did last summer when I was like seven and eight at my auntie's house. Yeah. And it just scarred me. Was that one of the ones yeah. that scarred you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely choosing the course scream for sure. Like scream. I remember every time the phone rung at home, <laughs> just like not wanting to answer it. Cause you'd be like, the phone's coming. You know when like, the phone calls coming from inside the house or some shit like that. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing that. No, scream was scream was another one. And then yeah, I know we did last summer. They were two. We were too young to watch them, but yeah. we still fucking watched yes, them. Exactly and right. Some little fucking fuckwit yeah. would knock on the door yeah. or the window just at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no thanks. No, no thanks. So tell us a bit about. Uh, boys. Tell us. Uh, I've got to go back in. I just thought I've got to go back in. I just oh. thought I'd give you a quick little shout oh. out. Oh, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you on Thursday, brother. We can't wait to see you, Damon. Yeah, boys. Safe uh, travels. Boys. Goodbye, everyone. Ciao. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Well, that wow. was a nice little well, phone in from the FOT, wasn't well, it? We had more questions for Damon, but yeah, not enough time. He's a I wasn't man. expecting him to call in. Like I hadn't well, even chatted to him about well, calling well, in. So, know, international businessman for us. For He's a man, spend. international man of mystery now. Five minutes for the show. We appreciate it. Thank you, Damon. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So, so chop. Look, yeah, on to much more sad and yep. devastating news. Um, yeah, America would. Had another mass shooting and have had more mass shootings than anyone. But you know the the nineteen kids in Texas. I think it's Ovaldi. Yep. Um, and the two teachers as well, gunned down. Um, in no other terms other than just a brutal slaughter. Uh, when and the kids are in age between seven and nine years old, or seven and ten years old. Oh shit! So um, he's a, he's an eighteen year old and walked in and shot. Kids yep. that young, and fuck. Look, we're gonna ignore the shit. I don't actually want to glorify that that bastard. 
Mm. Um, he's he's obviously he's deceased now. They've sh- they've gun they've shot him down. I reckon. Is obviously, he? This I thought he got arrested. No, they 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 killed him. They killed him. They arrested the one at the Buffalo shooting, the one with the the African Americans at the shopping center. But they they killed this one. They gunned him down. Um, and there are a lot of reasons why this was a failure on you know law enforcement's part. I think there's been a lot of conjecture in terms of they waited half an hour to enter the building. It's crazy. Kids were still alive. They were calling nine one one in the classroom, and they still weren't. Entering, there was obviously they didn't. I think they'll they'll investigate that and and I. Without sort of jumping the gun, I reckon they're going to come to the conclusion they're going to blame someone, you know that they should have acted quicker and all that stuff. And what's incredibly sad is obviously the kids that have passed away. We saw one video of um, an amb- a paramedic came to the scene. Obviously, was called. He rushed to the scene. Um. He was talking to one of the kids and one of the kids said, oh, my best friend, she helped me and, you know, um, unfortunately she died and she was talking to the paramedic who was the father of the girl that died. Yeah. So there's an incredibly sad video where Anderson Cooper is interviewing that father and he's telling him the story of what, like, obviously a lot better than what I said. But imagine being in that moment, like, I, I as a, yeah, as a dad, you the worst thing that can happen to you is you lose your kid. Like you lose a kid, mm-hmm. and just that old, that overcoming and grief. Like I, I, I can't even imagine what they would feel like. It's one thing to lose a kid to illness, to a tragic accident, to a freakish accident, to something that's out of your control. Yeah. But what's not out of your control is an eighteen-year-old. This is I'm talking about you, the USA here. Is an eighteen-year-old walking into a elementary school, mm-hmm. so a primary school for in Australian terms, and gunning down nineteen kids and two teachers. We don't want to forget them. That for me is beyond. I can't even comprehend how anyone would think that that is okay. Yet there's a. I'm not going to call them a majority, but there's a significant portion of the US population that believe that the only way they could have fixed that was to arm teachers to have more people with guns at schools. It's it's crazy. Baffles the mind. It's crazy, the whole thing. And I think this one struck home even more because it was an 18-year-old kid who did the shooting, had no criminal past, had no... Um, well, clearly he no wasn't No mental right. health issues, but, but hadn't, hadn't, hadn't done anything like that. he wasn't diagnosed. I mean. Posted a couple of days prior what he was going to do. No one reacted on his social media accounts. No one so reacted. what did he say on his social media? Like, uh, that he was going to – what he was going to do step by step. <laughs> Don't think anyone took it seriously. It wasn't flag. thing that's got to me is this is an 18-year-old kid. He hasn't gone and shot other 16, 17-year-olds. Which would He's, still no, – Which, I, not to make it any better, but no. it would have made a – okay. It no, it wouldn't have. That's still a kid. There's no comprehension. It's still a kid. Yeah, 100%. Someone's son, well, someone's Why daughter. is he going to shoot seven, eight, 10-year-olds that – have but, nothing to do with him. Probably don't even know who the guy is. But that's he just walked to school and shot fucking that, seven to ten year olds. But that's why, like, he's a, he's scum. So like, like, he's the scum of the earth. For me, the issue is how was this guy allowed to just walk into basically shopping centres 
and buy a gun. And in Texas, you don't need to have a license to carry. Anyone can carry a firearm, which baffles the mind that a deadly weapon can be carried without a license. And you can buy one without any background checks or... That's that's the worst thing of the whole lot. How and the so, and, fuck is that even And he was walking possible? around with weapons that are... We're not talking like a pistol. We're talking semi-automatic assault have, have rifles. Have you seen photos of people walking around town centres in Texas and that I, with just guns on their shoulders? I can't understand why anyone would want to live in that that frame, that frame of mind. That you think that the only way to protect yourself is a gun. Chop, you've never carried a gun in your life. I've never no. carried a gun in life. Have we ever felt unsafe? Uh, no. Now, we are fortunate enough to live in a country that when the when a mass shooting occurred, and it was in Tasmania, I think around 1996, Port yes, Arthur. 97. Port Arthur Massacre. As soon as that happened... 35 people killed They changed the government. laws... All the guns were seized. Within, guns I think within 12 months, all guns had you to be had handed to have a, You had to have a, 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 I call it a severe... You had to have an extensive background You basically check. had to have a fucking farm to own a gun. Well, you'd need to have, obviously, yeah. You had to have a reason to own it. And, like, for me, it's not... It is not about saying no one can ever own a gun. I mean... If we're choosing between everyone owning a gun and no one owning a gun, obviously no one owning guns got a lot better. Mm. But they'll point to their Second Amendment where the right to bear arms. I mean, even if you read that Second Amendment in full, it's it's, it's the right to bear arms in a way that um, the exact sort of terminology is you need to be able to Protect yourself against invasion, right? Yeah, which was what which when was they the wrote English, that right? English were invading the United States, and that's when they had the the war. I'm pretty sure the people who wrote that Second Amendment didn't think that these people these people take gun and kill kids. Well, no, they kill didn't think. In, what, how long has America been around for? A couple hundred years. Yeah, about yeah. That. That it, uh, I don't think stuff that was written a couple hundred year ago, years ago is relevant to today. It shouldn't so be. It's not. It shouldn't be. And also, like, okay, so they point to the fact so. When you serve in the Marine Corps, you need to go through an extensive test testing period to to be approved to to carry a firearm. So it's like a two week extensive course. Mm-hmm. I looked into it. Then they don't just give you your gun to hold on the even on the barracks. They don't even give you. They say, "Here's your locker. We're going to put it in this locker. Mm-hmm. When you need it, you come to us, and we'll give you the key to go get it." So even the the most highest yeah, trained people. trained people in the world w- yeah. with these weapons still don't carry them, yet some fuckhead in God knows where in Texas or you know you can say any bloody state you want who doesn't have the mental faculties to be able to justify owning a gun can walk into a Walmart buy one of the most deadly weapons you can ever get and carry that around with them, and then on the odd occasion where they think they might use it. You don't just destroy one life; you destroy multiple lives. That person has a, has a wife or a husband, is either a brother or a sister, who's um, a mother or father, who's a friend, and everything. So, you see, you know that that dumb t shirt where it says, "Guns don't kill people; people kill people." That's bullshit. Yeah, that is absolute bullshit. I, look, I, I think for some reason this one, I don't know. I don't know if this is the one to bring about the change, but for me, I think when people like Steve Kerr 
um, who's obviously the Golden State Warriors coach, has an outburst like that on national TV. I can um, definitely sense that there's that got more a outrage. Lot, there is more outrage. Joe Biden saying that this is it. We have to make change. Now, whether they can get it, go through. back a year. There's there's an interview of Joe Biden talking about they need more guns. So you know he's playing a political game. I think at the moment, but to me this could be the one that brings about some type of change. Then Let's hope so. He, all Steve Kerr was saying there is four senators or something like that that are blocking a yeah. bill that just basically asks for a background for a, check. They need to get a background check. <laughs> They don't even allow that. That It has to be compulsory, mandatory in every state that if you want to own a firearm, you need to have a background check. Yeah. That would automatically rule out anyone with a criminal record, anyone with, I don't know, whatever citations or whatever that you know allows them to maybe not own a firearm, if we, would have to hand them in or not be able to purchase another one. Even if you save 5% of these mass shootings, right, with a background check, so I'm not even saying that will solve them all. It won't. Not mm. straight away. Let's just say it solves 5%. America this year had 288 so, so far. So far, there was 12. And mass shooting is over four people. Yeah, so there was 12 for a fact on Memorial Day, which was over okay, the weekend. Okay, so let's just say twelve. Let's say two, 290 for now because 288 was last week. So obviously it's gone up. Let's say 290. If we're talking, let's just round it up to 300 for halfway through this year. We're talking 5%. We're talking 15 mass shootings. You times that by four, that's 60 people minimum because some mass shootings are more than four people. Yep. The mass shooting is 20. So we're saving at least 60 lives if you just bring in a background check. And when I say we, mm. I don't live in this country. I don't live in that country. I don't, you know, I will never live in this that country while they carry on like this. But I still love the US. Like I love... Absolutely sport. love the US. You know, I love the cities. So much good about it. There's but then so many good things so about it. So much strange it. stuff. But then you look at this and you go, how the fuck can you even justify in your mind to own a gun if this shit is happening? So put fucking politics aside and whatever. We know the NRA is powerful. We know they fund, you know, re- Republican and Democratic senators. They put them in power, positions of power to protect themselves and protect their authority. Yeah. But surely enough is enough. At some point, you've got to have some um, humanity about you. you and You can't have kids oh. going to school and not coming home. And That but, is the most outrageous fucking thing. And being fearful as well. Yeah. They, you, know, you, they could go to school and they, they might not come home. You try to comprehend that here, going to Trinity College and being afraid that you might not come home from Trinity. It, it's it not even... You wouldn't a thought would never ever yeah. ever cross your fucking mind. Imagine, Whereas you yeah. go to school in the US, there is every chance some lunatic can walk into your class because this was just this is at an elementary school <laughs> in Texas, rural Texas. Yeah. So probably where you know they're least expecting a mass shooting to happen because kids grow up around guns over there, um, or especially in Texas, and they didn't have the security in that they probably need. But the fact is, if you've got to have fucking security guards at school now. Granted, there are some schools here in Perth that need security guards. Look, there's one thing having security guards. It's, but yeah. when when someone can just walk in and, you know, you, we're reading different accounts. And, you know, like some of it is like conjecture and some of it is fact and some of it is made up. But the guy walked in, he was car- he, like they because he was carrying so much ammunition because he dropped a lot of it on the floor. That they, Clearly, like if you had seen it, you knew there was trouble. Yeah. 
if someone's got a gun chop and someone's walking through this office door and is carrying thing, your first thought is not to go and stop that guy. It's to fucking hide and yeah. run. Well, yeah, body armour on, supposedly. So the government had killed 19 children and two teachers in rural Texas elementary school on Tuesday, entered the building despite being confronted by an armed school security officer. They did have security there. Then wounded two responding police officers, engaged in a standoff inside a school for over an hour, and basically the police stormed two adjoining classrooms and killed him. Yeah, but they stormed them 40 well, minutes an later. An hour. An yeah. hour later. It's shocking. So, that's yeah. You know, they waited way too long. If you shot one security guard, that's enough for them to just go all just, out. They should have just come in. But you know what? If they had come in, would it? Maybe they would have. The maybe they would have saved ten lives. I don't know. But mm. like it, that's just it. Just makes me incredibly sad. It makes me fucking mad. But it makes me incredibly sad that some of these parents, who, when you're seven and nine years old, you're just starting your life. Like that. There's no. Like you pretty so much there's an hour and a half. Just so you know, there's an hour and a half between him approaching the school and 1 p.m. So 11.30 a.m. he approached the school and 1 p.m. he was killed. Fucking hell. Hour and a half. You're talking kids. There were parents outside who were just who were begging the police to go in and do something. Fucking nuts. And they wouldn't and the, like oh, they fuck, were getting fuck they that. were getting fucking pepper spray because they wanted to go in there and try and help their kids. Yeah. The police weren't That's them fucking nuts. Would you I don't think I could sit there. Not, not, uh, not in God's there, green no. earth. They would have to have fucking shot me if that's my kid. And granted to those parents who were getting pepper sprayed. You know what? Obviously it's the co- America. Obviously those the cops co- had those, to do those that. Those cops would have probably shot the parent, if they run in. Yeah. That's Ob- how stupid they are. Obviously, the cops had to, though, because they don't know what's going on inside. So You, you can't know, shoot a parent for running in. You can't shoot a parent, shoot. but like, they've had to subdue them because last thing they need is a parent going in there and causing the... Maybe they were talking to the government. I understand they probably had procedure, but still, waiting an hour and a half... We're not experts in this stuff, so we're not trying to pretend we are, but waiting an hour and a half seems like a long time, especially when it clearly wasn't a hostage situation. This guy was killing... Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're like, fuck, you know, I, it sounds so bullshit when you hear this thoughts and prayers go out. Like, thoughts and prayers aren't doing fuck all at the moment. They are not doing yeah. fuck all. Their thoughts and prayers are killing kids at, and killing innocent people. Yeah. So, you know, you, you might be right. They might be changed. I'm less, I'm less optimistic. i I think something. I think something has to change, and this is this may be the one, the catalyst to invoke some change. Don't know if it's going to be all outright change, but I think this has to be the one to invoke. Well, some. to be honest, like if you're in America and you are vehemently against these people who carry around guns, surely they're a majority. Fucking right. Just this is what you'd be rising up for. Like, take these guns away from these people. Because that, like, you can't have, I you can't have. Yeah. It literally, on average, we're we're not we're not even halfway through the year, chop, and they've they average two a day. It's crazy. Ne- like just a, nearly un- nearly two a day, uh, thereabouts. Two fucking mass shootings a day. Like what the fuck? We don't even average one a year. Like barely. I would say we don't average one a year. So when do you f- hear about more than fucking four people getting shot in one situation? I can't even remember the last time I fucking heard that. But like, how often do you do you hear in Australia? 
of a stranger to the it's like someone shooting a stranger. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Because like, there's no guns. Well, yeah, you, that's, if, that's you, the thing. if you've got a gun, a gun is very fucking hard to come cause by. Because if you're getting a gun to shoot someone, it's it, I'm going to say a good reason, but it's for a reason. Like you, you hate that person. Because yeah. because in America they, they don't even need a reason, <laughs> so they just walk in. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, let's let's move on. Let's jump into speaking of America, NBA. My Shot. Miami Heat went down in seven. It was a bloody good game. Sure for you. It was the only close game of the series. Yeah. Oh, the other one was close when they were up by twenty and they came all the way back. Yeah, but you still won by a twelve. So not that one. There was the first game in Boston. We got no, up. you still that was, we got, that yeah. was a technically a blowout because you won no. by more than ten. Uh, no, I think we only won by six or seven. Well, but look, we went down in seven. What did you think? I f- knew we were in trouble from the start. Just they were missing way too many shots early. Um, the D was a bit scattered. They weren't handing over or switch. It. The switches weren't really working. We weren't hitting any threes, and then fucking every time we'd get up a little bit, Boston would go nail a three. So we're off on that. You were constantly down all game. Like, yeah. And Boston had control for pretty much the whole game until the last three minutes when you made that run. Yeah, I'd... I'd Sorry, Roger's rang me and messaged me about stuff I was I've talked about. Um, for me, it was it was a good game, good performance. But what good, did you think about year. the Jimmy Butler shot? hundred uh, percent, I would have taken. I oh, look, looking back on it, I was like, he probably should have driven, go up, make it a tie because well, he had he had that's half his Hawthorne. strength. He, yeah, his strength isn't pull up three. Now, um, I understand some people say he should have taken his time. I definitely don't think he should have taken his time. No, no, he had him on his best back way to. To and teams will always, if you give them the option, not always. I reckon seven times out of ten, they'll choose to go fast because the defense isn't set. I think it's set. He had and Horford on the back foot. You had it was just it was Butler on Horford. Tatum was blocking the three point shooter because he didn't want to give up the three point shot. Boston's up by two. They're not going to give up. They're trying not to give up a three to a good three point shooter. He could have driven. He would have had momentum. The worst result would have been he would have been fouled and would have been he goes to the line. Here's my thing, yeah, and I 100 percent agree with that. But it wasn't like it was a bad look. He had a very good look. He pulled up, got set, had the shot, just missed it. And unfortunately, you live or die with those things when you're the best player. He was hot. He had a fucking good game. Was nailing no, a lot of shots. I would never, as a Heat fan, I'm not a Heat fan, but. I would never be blaming Butler. No, 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 no. I think you'd say you you can criticize his decision to take the three. But like he said, I think he even said he goes, "You you live for those shots. That's the ones you want." Look, had his hand. He went for the glory. Going for the hero. And you know, if he if he nails that, he's a fucking hero. So so he misses that shot. Obviously, yeah, that was the after that game over. But you know, the facts were Boston was up by thirteen with three and a bit minutes to go. Should never have got to that point. Yeah. So, you know, the Heat lost the game. I don't think they lost it because of that. No, no, no. Oh, we if we're going to lose anything, it was our foul shooting in the second quarter. We had we went to the line like twenty four times, and we only hit like thirteen or fourteen. But the thing is, that's the difference between yeah. being down by six or up by like three or four. Let's play it at half time. So, it's it, a make or it's it genuinely is a make or miss league. I but, yeah, but it's the three point shooting like. It's phenomenal. Like the teams are taking like 
25 plus shots a yeah, game. Yeah, so we didn't have it. And we've been the number one, I think, one of the top teams for threes. We just didn't have it in that game. And I, I We got, just couldn't hit one. I, I'm not good because these guys are way smarter than us in terms of knowing. But I feel like some of the three-point shots are a little bit forced. Right? Always. They don't, sometimes they're not good looks. I'd love, I'd love teams to drive a little bit more, to drive to the hole, like drive and um, – you know, get some good mid-range shots happening because they'd probably freeze up the three-point line. But these teams, like, um, who was it the other day? I think it was Miami. I think in game five, I think it was game five, you guys hit seven three-pointers out of 45 taken. Yeah. That is a ridiculous amount. So of they're talking three point quick, shots. quick quick possessions, quick threes. If you're I hot, get it. You're like, hot. The, the, the actual stats are there. If you take shots early in the shot clock, you're a better chance of making them. Get that, 100%. I even, like my team, Phoenix Suns, we sort of started that a little bit in the early 2000s with the Steve Nash team. So they called them the seven seconds or less because they wanted to get a shot up within seven seconds of the shot clock because they know the longer you take, the more defense is set up yeah, it's and it's all that. Get a good look. So I get the quick shots are absolutely, I'm, I'm all for them. But um, what I can't take is just like that, you throw it out to the three-point line and then the guy just fucking throws it up without being set in a good position to hit the shot. Yeah, and that's understandable. I think we had, you know, quite a good look. I think it was a good game. I don't think anyone's been in Golden State anyway. I think they just got so many weapons. Boston do match up really well with uh, Golden State. And here's a little stat for you, Chop. Mm-hmm. Since Steve Kerr took over Golden State, the only team with a winning record against them is Boston. Is Boston? Wow, isn't that interesting? Then so they do match up because I think Marcus Smart guards Steph Curry really well. He's right height, move. He can, he's got good speed. Mm. The difficulty with Steph Curry is if you put a bigger guy on him, he takes him around. He dribbles around him. Yeah, if you put a smaller guy on him, he'll shoot over. He'll shoot over. Um, generally, there's not that many people smaller than Steph Curry, so he's always coming up against a bigger opponent. They'll go into a pick and roll. They'll go into pick and roll with like Draymond Green, who play. you know they, yeah. Draymond's a really good passer. So you know Steph finds a way. He's an excellent passport. You know I'd love to see the Warriors get beat. Love to see the Why? Warriors. Why I get actually beat. love it. I love the fact that they got those guys. They've all stuck together. No, look, I don't. They had, you know, and they, not, they've come back from. Time. Some bad injuries con- and they're getting another dig I'm not there. confusing this with respect because that's clear. What's more, like, is that <laughs> I've never liked this when you do you know that? Do you notice when some people, like, when they're that, I'm not going to call it arrogant, but when they're that sure of themselves, when something, anything goes against them, they're just like, oh, okay, okay, like, yeah, like, oh, oh I see what you're doing. Like, they, like, they, you can't make a call against them. Mm. So, like, Anytime there's a call against Curry, is like, really? Oh, you're, doing, you're going to call that against me? Oh, yeah. Like, nah, I'm, I'm sick of that attitude. Fuck them off. Boston, <laughs> I'm, my heart says they'll win in seven. My head says Warriors in six. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, Chop, we won't talk about your team. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. We suck. Move on. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. The best so, thing coming to us is this pre-season, uh, mid-season draft. From, uh, from people we... look we, like we're going to get a gun. From people we know, we're getting like the, the next Chris Judd from... Um, <laughs> Too bad he hasn't been drafted prior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, but, some look, players take a little bit more to John develop. John for the Hawks, he's, he was a mid-season draft pick last year. Look What's at he him like, now. 23, 24? No, he's 20. 20. 
Yeah, he's a gun. Well, but the thing is, is like some players just need an opportunity. So, you know, you, you're going to get a good young player with that. We won't talk about the result or anything like that. You guys are bad. We know. What about the Carlton Collingwood game? It was a ripper game. I caught most of it. Um, for me, it's Carlton still, they're not there. So they have a few injuries. Obviously, Weedering now is out six weeks. Mackay still out another four to six weeks. Pitnet still out. They've got key injuries in the wrong. Like so, their strength was always their spine. Yeah. And now they're losing the spine. Yeah. So, so their strength is was their midfield and their and their key position players. So now they really just have their midfield. Now, they've got a big next six weeks. Like, I think they'll look forward and they'll say. If we can win three out of our next six games, we're, it's okay. Because then they'll still be 11 and um, five or whatever it is. Mm. They'll still be in a really good position to attack the last bit, the last few rounds or 11 and six or whatever, um, whatever their record is. Yeah. But my thinking is, and, you know, because I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on the Blues with Damon, I'm, I'm right on there, is that these injuries maybe is just saying, not this year. It's just saying maybe, maybe not this year. Maybe the like maybe this is about getting the experience and finals and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like when a team cops these types of injuries, that they're not heading towards like ultimate glory. I agree. I agree. And unfortunately, like you look at why Melbourne have been so successful, literally their main guys haven't got injured. Well, what do we years. think about that uh, Dockers result, Tom? Um, Dockers are there, but I think they're another team that's probably going to go another year. Um, so they need you- another year underneath their belt to really fine-tune what they're doing because you can't be dropping games against... <clears throat> The Gold Coast should play finals, but you can't drop home games. Home games are so critical for Perth teams. So, do and you think? Do you think that they will definitely make the eight? Oh, Frio, yeah. absolutely. So, do you think? I think they're top four. I think they'll get a home final. Yep, same. Do you look at them and think a successful season for them is win a final? I, I, I think, what, I think if you're a Frio supporter, your first goal this year was to make the finals. So you still think make so finals? So that's, is that's the, a tick. Make finals. Your second goal would be to win a final. Yeah. So anything beyond winning a final for Frio, it has been a very successful year. I don't want to hear any other bullshit from their supporters <laughs> saying, oh, you know, that's not really, we should be winning. Flat. No, you fucking shouldn't right now. Melbourne are by far the best team. They don't really give a shit. They lost on the weekend. You could tell they completely switched off. Um, it was going to happen sooner or later. It just happened to be Frio that did it. Good for Frio. But to win a final will be an A++ for Frio this year. Do you think if Fife comes back and he's – I'm not going to say 100% of what he is, but let's just say he's 80% Fife. The fact that they're still trying to say that he should be in their midfield is – I think he's coming back to play mid. He is coming back to play mid. They've said that. Why the fuck, mate? They can't kick a score as it is. Mm. Play fucking forward. Half forward. I'm I'm more on the side of split his time. So you like say sixty percent midfield, forty percent. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But who they kick out of the midfield? Or go with the game. Like if if you're. 
dominating the midfield, get him up forward. If you're losing in the midfield and you need a bigger body and you need someone who obviously has Chuck his him class, yeah. put him in. Yeah. Um, but Can't he's, be he's such a massive weapon. They're eight and three and they haven't had their best player. Well, maybe he's not their best player anymore, but they haven't had him. And like you just need to, to make sure, up. yeah, yeah. You he's not going to come back. I get it. He's not going to come back like full. I don't talk about that. You just need to get him to the finals. You need to get games underneath his belt. You need to nurse him through and make sure he's eighty to ninety percent for the finals. Yeah, that's what you want as a free supporter. You've done enough so far without him. You've proved that you can beat the best without him. You just need to make sure you get him to the finals. So that's why I'm thinking. Why would you even bother? Your midfield's chopping as it is. They're doing really well. Brayshaw standing up. Brody in there. Mundy's still feel, rotating through there. I do feel like he... So their midfield at the moment would be what I would class as very good. If he is a, a pretty good version of himself, he makes their midfield elite. So that's in my mind. That's why I think they're going down that path. Because I think they think... His best footy is in the midfield. Oh, no doubt it has been. He's won two Brownlow medals from there. But it's like you're going to chuck him in there. He'll probably take, you know, sort of the best defensive midfielder on it, which is great. But high risk of him probably getting more injured. He's had pretty severe injuries, obviously, with his shoulder and then the back, they were saying. He's coming to the end of his career. To me, it's about nursing him. He doesn't have a good body. Like Dave Mundy, really got a decent body behind him. He could probably play another year after this. He's just. Well, he doesn't look like he's slowing down. No, not at all. Whereas Fife's like a shoey, too many injuries. The not going to have a long career. Fife, it's, it's not good. Is that his injuries aren't soft tissue? No, but they're severe structure, like but, shoulder recons. Yeah, we get that. But, like, it's the type of injury that can be solved. With surgery and good, diligent rehab, soft tissues as you get older are very hard to. Oh rehab. yeah, absolutely. So absolutely, like it's that's the good. That's I'm taking a positive out of it. Clearly, but he's, not he's had shoulder injured. injuries for the last couple of years, so obviously it's not it's not healing or doing the right thing. Well, for I it. think I'm not an expert, but I gather that um, he's either got some very weak shoulders or. He's putting his shoulders under duress, and maybe they took longer with this one to fix it properly. Rather, hundred oh, percent they did. Rush him back. Hundred percent they did. So, and so he's come back for the waffle as well. During the season, and you're like, yeah. you know, you're putting stress on your body. But what did you think about the uh, the non fifty meter call on Friday night? Was that when someone booted the ball into yeah. the thing? Ah, uh, look, fuck! I don't think Prestia kicks that goal anyway. Well. Not even that. More, if you watch it in real time, how the fuck is that guy meant to hear the whistle at the same time, pretty much the same time as the siren goes off? I know on a technicality, the whistle blows and then the siren goes and then he kicks it. But in that in that context, the guy never knew. Oh, look, you haven't heard too much rumblings out of... You heard a little bit on Monday, but that was it. So to me, it's I a I think non, they made the right call. It's a non-issue. Non-issue. You know what? Having said that, I don't like either side, so maybe a draw would have been better. So maybe a 50-meter penalty should have done. Yeah, I agree. Have we got some fan yeah, questions, got, buddy? We've got a couple of fan questions. Um, first one. Yes. If you could upgrade one body part, 
what would it be? Besides your obvious, because, yeah. A body part. Would you want bigger arms? Would you nah, want nah, I don't really care about legs. Would you want... Probably my stomach. I'd want a full-on six-pack all the time. Yeah, you've always wanted a six-pack. Yeah. And um, it's just not getting any easier. <laughs> oh, I've got to start doing more running, oh, more cardio. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'd... Maybe longer legs. Yeah, so wouldn't, mind being a li- wouldn't mind being a bit taller. <laughs> That's fair, Adam. I like that one. Yeah, no, I'll go with that one. Okay. Um, who would you classify as your worst enemy? Jesus, it's dark. Is it Nooch? <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. I love Cousin Nooch. Um, Without naming names. I right? don't feel I have anyone that I don't like is not really in my life. And there's not many people I don't like anyway because I'm just not that type of person. So... I don't feel like I have any enemies. When when you're a bit younger, I feel yeah. like you do. But when you get older, you there's got your... Certain, there was a certain woman I disliked in high school yeah. for a certain incident. Yes. I wouldn't mind her to see her crash and burn a little bit. Now yeah. I don't care about it. <laughs> we talk off here if they have got an update on that one. But um, like, yeah, look, I don't feel like I have any enemies out there at this age. See, I think if I was... Maybe people that don't like me, but they're I not say, in my life. Let's say ignore worst enemy. Well, who'd be the funniest to put on a game show that, you know... Because the, the question is, like, if if you want your worst, en- um, if you could watch your worst enemy fail on one game show on TV, what game show would it be, right? Mm. Now, I don't watch that many game shows anymore, but one, like, you know, that, that comes to mind is, like, um, uh, what's the one with the Family Feud? Is it Family Feud? Family Steve Feud's Harvey? got Steve Harvey, yeah. yeah. I'd like to see him on there, just embarrass himself. Who? Oh, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't, know, I don't have a worst enemy. Ah, um, interesting show. Um, okay. If I was going to say a show, a fail. Wheel of Fortune? Nah, maybe Survivor. <laughs> Survivor would be interesting. That'd be a cool one. Is that a game show? Yeah. Yeah, it's a game show. They, get, they win money. Um, nah, there's not. I, I just don't, don't watch game shows. I don't nah, even know neither. what the fuck's out there. Okay, if you could relive one night of your life. Which one would it be? That we've already lived over and over? Already lived. Well, not over and over. You could relive it again. Fuck. I know mine. Go yours. It's the 2014 grand final. (laughs) Beautiful day. Grand final. I was with my brothers, with my dad, and then a bunch of uh, my mates were there, and we kicked on, and one of my mates who's, yeah, we call him... He's yeah, the benefactor. Yeah, he paid for everything. So we were out at this VIP booze, mate. It was fucking drinking piss all night. Mm-hmm. It was genuinely a day where I didn't have a care in, like, after the grand final, obviously, once we won. But to be honest, during the game, because do you remember the game, like, Hawthorne got out to a massive lead against Sydney? Sydney, yeah. Like, we got not, up to, like, an eight, yeah. eight or nine goal lead early on. And so we pretty much had the game in the bag for a while. I didn't have a care in the world. I legitimately didn't have a care in the world. I'd just been to Brazil in the World Cup. You know, I'd been to my brother's Bucks party in Thailand. Uh, you know, it was a genuinely happy moment. And coincidentally, I met my wife like two months later. Right. So it all fell into So that one, job. that one. Um, 
nights. Oh, when have you been I've, your happiest? I've had some wicked nights. I'm not going to lie. There's been some big party nights. If I'm going to go to when I was just really happy in the moment, it had to be one of the night. Like, take me back to a beefer. Any night, I played in a beefer when I was younger. And it was just a wicked experience, wicked club. I had Anthony and my old housemate JV with me while I was DJing. And it was just such a cool experience. And it was just a wicked night. But Is that the trip where you... Where me uh, and Nooch went. And we but went you were in the car and yeah, got that, pulled over? Yeah. That's that <laughs> one of the funniest stories of all, all time. But then there's another night that I'd love to, to get back that was here. And that was... Uh, a random night I was after Daft Punk Where Damon was Oh yeah Naked for most of the night But It was just a funny ass Kick on And it just it was one of the funniest memories Of my life Damon's little Little winky story um, But like <laughs> Shit like that I've had so many good nights You know Was that after Daft Punk? It was Daft Punk I thought that was a different person No, nah, It was Daft Punk And we're at Catter's uh, brother's house afterwards I didn't know we went to Daft Punk After yeah. that um, Final question Yes. Who's the number one celebrity whose birthday party you'd want to to attend? Fuck. Um, celebrity. Celebrity. I reckon I'm going to have to go down either. So it would be either Leonardo DiCaprio's. That you like or you just think would throw a wicked party? Both. Okay. Or like one of the. Jay-Z or Dr. Dre or something like that. Okay. No no expenses. Um, no expense spared. Like the parties are ma- uh, huge. Otherwise, I'd like to go to a Playboy Mansion party back it, in the day. Yeah. I hear renowned for his parties is P. Diddy. Oh, yeah. Throws massive parties. If you, wear, if, it, if he invites you to a white party, chop. Yeah. You, you better all wear all white. Everything don't white. Fucking no, don't have like a black outline. No. Nothing. It's all white. All yeah, white. I've heard those stories. So probably P. Diddy because he has wicked, ridiculously good parties, like crazy. But if I'm gonna go actual movie star that I would I like you'd to go be. Ja Rule. No, fucking Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, the Fry Festival was so good. <laughs> um and I don't know, if I was gonna party with somebody. <sighs> See, Damon would choose Seth Rogen or um, one of the rappers. I'm thinking of renowned like party people in Hollywood that you know like party party. Leo would have to well, be up there. What about Johnny Depp? <laughs> yeah, he's cooked it, that guy. Robert Downey Jr. I feel like would be a back in the day, big, big party, party guy. Back in the day, yeah. I reckon he still would be. Nearly lost his career. Yeah. Only came his career only came back when he did Iron Man. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds would be a good party. I think back in the day, but he's Canadian, so he's not as probably hectic as that. You've got to look at people that like live in Hollywood. Yeah, well, Van Wilder. <laughs> yeah, Van Wilder. Um, who else? There's a few others. I mean, we're probably missing a couple. If there is any messages on Instagram, but like, I think, um, I think if you go down, oh, do you want to be taken out or do you want to go to a party? That's nah, a house party. House yeah. party. Gotta be house party. I miss house parties, Chop. They're good, they're good. And we've come to the end. Day one's back next week.
watch Stranger Things. Oh, we're also going to do our first movie review. We're going to see Top Gun 2, so stay tuned for that. You've been listening to Any Give and Take. Follow the boys on Instagram and Twitter at Any Give and Take.